You are listening to the Practical Islamic Finance Podcast. We hope you find it useful and fun. Anything you hear in this podcast is not to be understood as personalized financial or investment advice and only represents the views of the speaker. Investing entails risk, including loss of principal. Be sure to do your own due diligence before making any investment decisions. Some of the episodes of the podcast are audio versions of corresponding Practical Islamic Finance YouTube videos. If you want to watch the video version of the podcast, simply go to the Practical Islamic Finance YouTube channel. Now, without further ado, bismillah, let's get started. There is a 50% chance that the advice in this video will save you 50% of your money, so listen up. You don't really know the character of a person until you have a conflict with them. You may think you know them, but until you've had a serious disagreement with them and experienced how they handle disagreement, you don't really know them. The higher the stakes are, the more the truth of their character will be revealed. When couples get married, they often haven't ever had a serious character-revealing disagreement between them. After they get married, they inevitably will. And it's only then will they figure out who the other person really is. This is why there is an Arabic saying that marriage is like a watermelon, a reference to the fact that you really don't know what color is on the inside until you cut it open with a knife, I guess. Okay, maybe that's not the best analogy, but you get the point. Please don't cut anyone. In many cases, who a person actually is ends up being both a shock and a disappointment to their spouse. And the marriage ends in divorce. Specifically, around 50% of marriages end up in divorce. You may think that you are immune to this risk, but in truth, there's a 50% chance that you're wrong about this. Divorce is not only emotionally devastating for those involved, but especially nowadays, it is financially devastating as well. Divorced couples often have a lot of bitterness and resentment towards one another and end up purposely trying to deplete the other party's finances and sap them from any type of happiness they may hope to have. Even if this comes at the expense of their own happiness, their own finances, and their own children. By the way, many of them will behave in this way all the while maintaining their five daily prayers and doing the things that on the surface are the marks of a pious person. Meanwhile, they treat the person that they once loved, have a child with, with the utmost amount of ill will and malice intent as if they were Abu Jahl in the flesh and they are, on the other hand, the angel Jibreel who could have done anything wrong. This is, by the way, a telltale sign of a hypocrite. In the hadith, Abdullah bin Amr said, the messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, there are four traits whosoever finds themselves in is a pure hypocrite, and he who has a trait of them has a trait of hypocrisy until he leaves it. If he speaks, he lies. If he makes a covenant, he betrays it. And if he makes a promise, he breaks it. And if he quarrels, he has no limit. That is, when this hypocrite gets into a disagreement with someone, there is no, this is something that I'm willing to do, this is something I'm not. A hypocrite has no boundaries, no principles, no commitments, no considerations other than hurting the person they have a dispute with. I don't care how much you're angry with the other person. Have some self-respect and impose limits on yourself. Also, try not to be a criminal by using your kids as pawns in your dispute either. In the unfortunate event of divorcing a hypocrite, without a clear, legally enforceable contract outlining each party's rights, responsibilities, and financial division upon divorce, the hypocrite will likely exploit the situation, potentially causing significant financial hardship. Decades of your work can be destroyed. On the other hand, if you yourself are a hypocrite who is trying to get from their partner more than what was verbally agreed to, or more than what Islam prescribes to you, simply because you can, and the court system in your country will allow you to do it, then just know that every penny you take more than your right in Islam is a penny that you stole. In truth, you are a thief, and I suspect you will be judged as such on the day of judgment. I don't really care what the other person did to you, which you now think justifies your theft. 
you're still a thief. Two wrongs don't make a right. You will be judged based on your actions on the day of judgment and they will be judged based on theirs. Law is not the same thing as truth. The law may allow a dude to identify themselves as a woman or vice versa. That doesn't make it so. Just because the law allows you to take some money doesn't make it yours. Sorry if I'm getting a little exercised here, but I've heard too many great people in my community go through horrific divorces and I have a lot of pent up things to say on this topic. I'm sure you may have heard a few of these horrific stories yourself. To avoid all this headache and heartache, you need a prenup. A prenup is a legal document that outlines how assets will be divided in case of divorce. You need this regardless of how much money you enter the marriage with. Things change. You may be broke today, but wealthy tomorrow. And I fully understand that bringing up the need for a prenup is not romantic. It's not an easy discussion to have. But it's far easier to have a difficult discussion when you're on good terms with the other party than it is when you are on bad terms. It's also not cheap. In the US, the average cost of a prenup nationally is $650. However, considering the average cost of a wedding in the US is $30,000, I think a $650 insurance policy seems rather reasonable. Maybe instead of getting a seven tier wedding cake, get a five tier one instead. Regardless of how you get your prenup, make sure to have a lawyer review the prenup to ensure it's enforceable and it complies with the law. Consider hiring a lawyer with a fixed fee or a limited scope arrangement to save on your costs. It'll cost you a lot less than what a divorce attorney will. Keep in mind, there is no agreement you can come up with that will pre-settle things like child support and custody. A judge will end up deciding those things. So just because you have a prenup doesn't mean you've de-risked the relationship entirely. There is still substantial risk. So make sure to marry wisely. Choose someone whose innate sense of right and wrong is still healthy and strong. Someone who knows that they are being watched at all times by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and someone who understands Islam to be more than just praying and fasting but a way of life that determines how they treat others, what they are willing to do and where they draw the line. But a prenup helps. By having a prenup, you and your partner can decide ahead of time how to divide your assets in case of a divorce. This can save you a ton of money and stress down the road. Even if you end up not needing it, just knowing that it's there can be an immense source of comfort for you and your spouse. And it can reduce the pressure from any disagreements between you. I pray that no one watching or listening ever needs it. And I wish you lifelong happiness in your relationships. Like if you like, subscribe for more. Wassalam. Thank you for listening to the Practical Islamic Finance Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it and would like to leave us a review, we would greatly appreciate it. Until next time, take care. Assalamu alaikum and peace be upon you all.